are listening to the Riverside Community Church Podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.riversideconnect.org. Well, good morning again, everyone. Hello, everyone up at the mills. I hope you're having a wonderful day up there today as we are down here. And as you just saw in the video, this is our month where we take an offering the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And we ask people, and no, you know, please don't feel that anybody is twisting your arm. But if you feel led to, to say, I'm going to take one day's wages, and whatever I earn that day, I'm going to give it away to the to people that live in abject poverty and helping children to be able to have a place where they can have a meal, where they go to school, get an education, and move forward. We uh, here at Riverside um, have been doing this for 10 years. So many of you have been here a while. You know that this is something we do every year. In fact, uh, I am uh, humbly but proud to say that we were the second church in the country to do this. And now it is something that is done not only around the country, but around the world. And uh, an idea that I got from a guy that I met at a Convoy of Hope meeting, and we are partners with Convoy of Hope, a great ministry that's been uh, doing fantastic things around the world. So that's what that's about. Um, and I know that, that this is the time of year where we talk a lot about missions, and we're going to do that without apology, because that's what God's about. That's what God's about. God is a God of missions. In fact, I want us to begin today by doing something that we don't do here very often, but I I apologize for not doing it more. I want to invite everybody to stand, and we're going to say the Lord's Prayer together. And uh, just in case, what are you doing here? Hi, good morning. This is not what we were planning to do here. How are you doing? This is a day that uh, nothing is going the way that we expect to go. And you're not going to be preaching this morning. You're kidding. I worked hard to get this together. I know. I know. You'll, You'll be able to save it for the days ahead. But today, we honor and celebrate 25 years for oh you and Teresa gosh. being our lead pastors. Yeah. Up at the mills as well. I just wonder why some of these people are here today that are not normally here. We're going to have fun. Thank you. You guys ready to have fun? You ready to have fun up at the mills? I hope so. How's your heart doing? You okay? Uh, I'm a little angry, but I'll be all right. I'm yeah. over it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so hang on. Maybe maybe your anger will subside uh, when I uh, when I let these folks come out and join us this morning. Could you welcome Bill and Teresa, parents? Bill's oh parents oh and his God. sister Nancy. Bob and Eliza Ellis and Nancy Harris, that's Bill's sister Nancy, so we're glad to have them with us today. You can have a seat in both locations if you can, and we're going to have a blast today. This is a hostile takeover. It will be my last time on this platform, I'm sure, for a while, so um, they can be an hour in the front row. You can put this thing away, too, because this isn't happening. (laughs) I can't tell you how much fun this has been. All right. Well, there are notes, actually, believe it or not, in the live event 
section there. We are going to talk about God's Word a little bit today, and ultimately what we want to do here is we honor Bill and Teresa as we want to honor Jesus and what he's done in them and through them and through the family of Riverside. Up until this week, we were planning a message series this, week, this month um, kind of around the idea of investments and investing in the kingdom, and we, we transitioned that to the idea of being unfinished, and, and I'm, I'm very happy the that that's our theme this month because the work that Bill and Teresa have done for 25 years is not yet finished. It is, we've got some great years ahead. And um, what we want to do, though, today is to celebrate the investments they have um, made in us. And um, there was a letter that the, Paul, the Apostle Paul wrote to a church in Thessalonica. And this is where we get this idea. So if you want to go in your live event notes, you can follow along there. We'll put some of this stuff up on the screen And I hope you all are enjoying this at the mills uh, as well. Two years ago, we got together at the Syria Shrine and we celebrated the 25th of the church uh, as a whole. This is now their 25th as our lead pastors. And here's what the scriptures tell us about what we're doing today, just so you get a context for our heart on this matter. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work, and live peacefully with each other. And so that's really the heart behind this. We want to honor you both for the investments that you've made, for the sacrifices that you've made, for um, all of the days that you have wept with us, you have celebrated with us, you have been there in the ups and the downs and the good and the bad and the ugly. And uh, you know so many of us, you've been there in so many different ways over the course of time for the sacrifices that you made in getting this church up and going, for the great risks and faith that you took. And we're going to talk about some of that here this morning. But I think um, for those of you who might be new today or newer to the church, it would be helpful for you to get a little bit of context over the course of 25 years. So if you'll direct your attention to the screen, we've opened up the Riverside Archives, and we would like to take a little journey through the last 25 years and see kind of what everything has uh, happened over the course of these years. All right, so my family arrived in 1998, shortly for the 10-year anniversary that Bill and Teresa had that Thanksgiving uh, month of November. And if those of you who are here that long ago, we cleaned this place. Bill didn't know that that was happening. We moved everybody up to 10th Street. We recorded sound from the sanctuary the weeks before. He was back in his office studying, thought everybody was out here milling around. We brought him out, and he's like, my worst nightmare. No one shows up to church. And then we blindfolded him, took him up there, and had a celebration. So now 15 years later... We get to do it again, and I want to tell you, just as we get going here this morning, I want to tell you the story of my first Sunday here. (laughs) Those of you who saw the video there, you saw Bill doing this in the sanctuary, that's what this platform used to look like. And my first Sunday here, we were wearing the suits and the ties and sitting up on the royal thrones and, you know, that whole thing. And, and, you know, Rich Rich Bowman was sitting over here, and then the podium was up here, and, and there was a chair here, and that was Bill, and then me, and then Donnie. So my first Sunday, I'm a nervous wreck. Uh, you know, just being up here, and, and Donnie was up at the platform. He was doing his announcements or something up here. Um, no, 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 excuse me, it was Bill. He was there doing his thing. Donnie leans over to me. He does this thing, and he says, don't look now, but Bill has a huge rip in the back of his pants. 
And then the transition occurred. And so Bill came and sat back down, and then he went up. And so I'm left sitting here thinking, is this a freshman prank? Is Donnie like, you know, is this the initiation? Is he messing with me or what? So I didn't want to have that hanging over my head for the rest of my life here. So I'm thinking, okay, so if I don't say anything, he walks around all morning long on a communion Sunday with a rip in his pants. But if I say something and it wasn't, then, you know, then I'm caught in the middle of this. So I finally devised a quick plan. I leaned and said to Bill, I said, I see it, but Donnie says you have... <laughs> Donnie says, you have this huge rip in your pants. Bill leans over and says, are you serious? And I said, I don't know. So somehow he manages to kind of shift his weight and leans over and, and he goes, oh my gosh, it's huge. Right along the seam. Now, back in those days, we had all these stairs and the ushers would come down and the... Uh, the elements were on the back table back here, and so he would bring the, you know, he would walk down and he would do the elements, and then normally would turn around and do this. No, 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 not that Sunday. He's doing this for that for that whole service, and then between the services, Teresa got him pinned up, and we went on and we had church. But that was my first here, and it's just been a joy ever since. <laughs> but I wasn't the first associate here at Riverside. A guy by the name of Troy Peterson was the first associate. And Troy would like to congratulate Bill and Teresa on their 25th today. Take a look at the screen. Hey, from Arizona, congratulations on 25 years of ministry. What a tremendous milestone. You've served so faithfully and courageously all the way from the early days of church planting. And I know some of those times were difficult and setting that firm foundation to even now as you embark on really incredible and exciting things as God is leading you guys into the future. It's, it's really exciting to see. So for Wendy and I, we have so many fond and special memories of our time there in Oakmont. Uh, but none of them surpass our friendship with you, Bill and Teresa. Thank you for investing your lives into ours. And to the church, thank you for honoring them today, for holding them continuously up in prayer. And uh, you are incredibly blessed to have them as your leaders. So to you, Bill and Teresa, we say congratulations. We love you. And then after Troy and before me came that pesky little youth pastor that we all know and love, Bishop Marsh. And uh, Donnie's up there at the mills today covering me so that I can be down here to harass and lead our time here together today. But Donnie definitely had some things that he wanted to say to Bill and Teresa. And there's a text that we want you to take a look at that are in your notes as well. If you're looking at the live event there, take a moment, look at that inside the app, read along as Donnie shares with us his thoughts toward Bill and Teresa. I want to start by reading a passage out of 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Here is a trustworthy saying. Whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Now the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well, 
and see that his children obey him. And he must do so in a manner worthy of full respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders, so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. Bill, when I think about your leadership at Riverside for 25 years, I think my thoughts generally fall into two categories. The first of which is your leadership over all of us as a church. I look at these qualifications, and as I reach down through each one of them, I can see you in every one of these. I look at uh, your family, and it says to be faithful to your wife, and I, I look at the comments about family, and I think, what a great family uh, that you and Teresa have. And I think of your family, I think of love. I think of an open home. I think of genuineness. I think of open-heartedness. And I think that everyone who comes to Riverside can see that pretty quickly in you. Uh, your genuine humility and love is obvious and evident. I look at the comments about gentleness, and I see that in you. Uh, your love and genuine care for people uh, comes through in droves. I look at the comments about um, not being a lover of money and leading in a way uh, your family that is a way that's worthy of full respect, and I think of you. I think of uh, your maturity spiritually and the years that you have walked with Christ and learned and how you bring that to bear on your pastoral leadership. Um, simply put, you read through these qualifications and you can see Bill and Teresa in each one of these things. Um, the second category generally that my thoughts fall into when I think of you and your leadership is your leadership of myself and Shelley uh, and our family personally. Uh, you have been our pastor for these years. Uh, I keep coming here at 21 years old, uh, looking to get into ministry, welcomed into a loving family. And man, you know, our premarital counseling with you. You did our wedding. Uh, you've dedicated our children. Um, you have been there through the ups and downs of so many of our personal family events, uh, being there when uh, Shelley's dad was sick and um, being concerned for us and praying for us as we traveled up to Michigan. I mean, I could sit here and go on all day. Uh, the memories that have created not just a friendship between us, but uh, you have been a stable, loving anchor as a leader, not only to the people of this church, but to the people on your staff. And I am one of those. And so in both of those categories, I can speak for the whole church when I say thank you for 25 years of giving everything you have to love people. To you and Teresa both, I can say thank you from myself, Shelly, Sierra, and David for being our pastor and for loving us as a family and being there for us. Uh, so two huge thank yous to you for being a great pastor and a great leader. Now, Bill's investments haven't just only been in us as a staff and all of you as a church. For those of you that don't know much about who we're affiliated with, the Assemblies of God is our affiliated, one of our affiliations as a church. Bill has been a leader in the Pennsylvania-Delaware District for over 
you know, for the entire time he's been in our district, which is 30-ish years, but 25 here at Riverside. And uh, he served as a sectional presbyter over roughly about 30 churches for over 10 years, just stepping down from that role the last two or three years. But his influence in our district as an agent of change has been felt many times over. He is respected and revered in the district, is a man of integrity, a man of character. And uh, there's a few of our district folks that you will not know necessarily, but Bill and Teresa will know, and they wanted to express their congratulations to Bill and Teresa this morning. So let's take a look at the screen for that. Uh, hello, everyone. I just want to join with you in celebrating Pastor Bill and Teresa's 25th anniversary. We are so excited. I wish I could be there with you, but just know that God's blessing as it has rested upon you in the past, there is so much more that God has in store. So, Bill, congratulations on 25 years. Thank you for all you do for making an impact for the kingdom of God. We love you, and just be blessed, my friend. Amen. Hi, Bill and Teresa. want to also uh, just uh, congratulate you on 25 years, having just come through that, have a little bit of a feel of what that's like. And uh, just want to say how much we appreciate you guys, Bill. I've always looked at you as one of the, just the innovators in our network and uh, have appreciated your friendship and your ministry, as I know the church does. So we just want to say uh, congratulations and great job. Hey, happy 25th, Bill. You're an amazing leader. 25 down, 25 more to go. <laughs> Uh, thank you for all that you've done. You're a champion in our district, uh, making a huge difference in the area of coaching, and thank you for your leadership. Uh, we love you. Hey, Pastor Bill. Happy 25th. CD Department and all the people who, who run our camps appreciate you. Great job. Bill and Teresa, congratulations on 25 years at Riverside. Uh, what a blessing. I'm sure you have been there, but uh, for me personally, Bill, you've been a great friend and a great confidant, and uh, thank you so much. And may the Lord bless you as you continue uh, wherever the Lord leads you. May many learn to follow Jesus through your life. Amen. Amen. All right, so in preparation for this morning, I want to share with you just a few thoughts that you actually shared with us six years ago in August of 2007. Bill shared a message with us. Uh, it was entitled, 50, But Who's Counting? And it was reflections that Bill had when he, as he was turning 50. And uh, there's some things there in your notes that I want you to take a look at. But I think it's really uh, a great reminder as they celebrate 25 years and as we honor them to remind them of the things that they've encouraged us and challenged us about. The first one that you'll see there that he shared with us back then was to take calculated risks. They may be your biggest rewards. And I don't know if you remember even this message or not. Um, it'll be like it's being preached all over again, new to you, won't it? <laughs> and Bill talked about three areas in particular that he had taken risks that he was very grateful for. And the first one that he mentioned uh, was his marriage. And uh, I'll quote what he said that day. He said, I'm glad Teresa took the risk in me. For me, it has never seemed like a risk. She's the safest choice I've ever made, but I'm so glad I made it, and it's been a fun trip. Yeah, that's good stuff. So for you, Teresa, when we think about you, um, you know, there were a few of us that were just kind of sitting around thinking about words that best described you, 
And uh, I want to invite Lori to join me here on the platform. Um, Sacrifice, talented, teaching, outgoing, expressive, extrovert, kind, compassionate, caring, diplomatic. That was a fun word. Fun, accessible. You're not one of those pastor's wives that's not, that's not accessible. You're, you're just wonderful with that. Faithful, you're an example, loving, resourceful, a leader, confident, encourager, attentive, a servant, respectful, talented, trustworthy, concerned, generous, giver, and a hugger. So, so when we were talking to, to Nancy, I was talking with her over the last couple of weeks, and, and uh, I said, you know, if you have anything you'd want to say or write, um, we would love to share that. So Lori's going to read what, what Nancy uh, wrote in, uh, on behalf of her uh, about both of them, but, but specifically we were thinking about Teresa and all that she means to us. She writes, It has been a joy for my family to watch the birth and growth of this wonderful body of believers We were so happy when Bill and Teresa received the call to plant a church in Pittsburgh, our hometown. As his totally objective older sister, I believe that Bill is a very gifted leader and a teacher. However, we know that beside every great man is a great woman. Amen. I wanted to share my memories of my dear sister-in-law, Teresa, in the early days of what was to become Riverside Community Church. Teresa would wake up early dressed two little girls, and with Bill, head to the church to help set up the chairs and transform the Masonic Hall into a place of worship and ministry. As people began to arrive, Teresa, with her wonderful smile and genuine love for all, warmly welcomed every person who came through the door to check out this newly planted church. When it was time for the service to begin, Teresa took her place at the piano to play for worship. And when the worship time concluded, she headed to another room to teach the children. When the service ended, Teresa amazingly appeared back at the door to hug every person goodbye. (laughs) Now, this would have been enough to exhaust anyone. I think that most of us would want to go home, put on our sweats, and call it a day, but not Teresa. Every week, she invited a different family from church to Sunday dinner. Teresa Ellis is a remarkable woman whose love of the Lord has blessed countless people. I believe that she is the greatest blessing. In my brother's life and ministry, thank you, Riverside Community Church, for loving them and supporting them as they have loved you for these 25 years. Well done. So it wasn't just the risk of marriage. It was the risk of having children. Here's what Bill said that day. Having children is an incredible risk. And all the parents said, amen. Can we do this? Can I change from being the self-centered person I am and be more concerned for the needs of a child? 
We, need, we have to feed and clothe and protect and prepare and then let go of these precious miracles that God has placed in our laps. Will they love God? Will they love us? And the answer to that is yes, absolutely. They do, they will, and they have. And Bethany would like to say congratulations from California this morning. Hi, Mom and Dad. Congratulations on this really special Sunday. It's been 25 years since we packed up the car and moved to Pittsburgh from State College to start this church. And I was only two at the time, so that's the only life that I've ever known is being a part of this community. I consider myself so blessed to have grown up at Riverside. Uh, Being kind of far away from family in Pittsburgh, that church was our second home and the people there are our family. I learned from all of you how to be the person that I am today. Mom and Dad, we spent so many Christmas Eves, Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, church picnics, missions trips, and everything in between uh, in ministry together at the church. And some of my best memories are standing up on that stage and singing with Mom while she played the piano. I just feel so, so very lucky to have been a part of this incredible journey that you've taken. Um, I'm wishing you all lots of love today. I hope that you feel from everyone around you just how big of an impact you've made in all of their lives. And I'm sending lots of hugs from California to all of my family and friends there today. Matt and I love you, and we hope to see you soon. Would you welcome their other daughter, Angela, to the platform? special to be here today um, to see all of your faces, some of which, many of which are familiar and many of which are also new. Um, And it's such a joy to honor you, mom and dad. Um, Dad, I'm just so impressed with how this church has flourished under your leadership. And I'm emotional. (laughs) Um, Mom, I will never know where you get all of that energy. (laughs) I don't think I got it, and I wish I had. Um, You have poured so much love and time into this church, and it's not even your full-time job. Um, And I also want to thank you for making the investments that you made in Bethany and I. And especially, I just want to thank you for having the wisdom to make the right kinds of investments. Um, You've always understood what really matters. You, you invested your time in us. Um, we rode bikes in Ohio Pile. We read books out loud. We camped in the woods and ate meals together. We played board games. You invited my friends to your home and played board games with them. We popped popcorn, and we had Dad's delicious chocolate milkshakes. <laughs> and I still think they're the best. <laughs> hey, I, I've never gotten one of those before. <laughs> You're missing out. You're missing out, I can tell you. <laughs> Um, more than any fancy or expensive thing you could ever have bought. Those were truly invaluable gifts, and I thank you. Um, You taught us compassion. You taught us to care about other people. You taught us to make sacrifices and to put other people first, and you you were examples of that in your own lives. Um, You taught us to strive to be better people. You taught us to work to make a better world. And... I'm really thankful for that. It's so easy to lose perspective, I think, in life, but 
I've been so fortunate to have parents who know what matters. And I'm thankful and I hope to have that kind of wisdom in my own life. Thanks. Let me just say real quickly, to those of you who might be guests here or, or up at the mills, you know, you came a day expecting one thing, and what we hope that you'll take from this is that we love our pastor and that he loves us, and that, you know, and that you will come back to hear him in the days ahead, but you're seeing behind the before you ever see the preaching, and that's what you're seeing here is real authentic leadership and transparent family time. So this is important to us, and we're glad you're here. Hope that you'll uh, consider exploring Riverside further. But there, you, you, said to, you said to take risks. Marriage was one. You said that uh, the family having kids was one. And then you talked about career and choosing to pastor, first of all, stepping out in the faith to leave um, Penn State, go to Central Bible College, and then go back and, and be at State College, and then leaving all of that that was comfortable and somewhat uh, easy in some respects to come here and to start all over again with God's help. And we've all heard the story of year one from 30 to 31, and now look how God bringing us here in 93 to this location and now two sites and all the folks that have been touched. And we're so glad that you took those risks. And the day that he preached this message back in 2007, he asked us some questions. And I think they're still so appropriate today. And I want him to put them up on the screen there. What step of faith might the Holy Spirit be asking me to take, that you personalize this. He was asking himself then, what steps would the Holy Spirit take uh, these days? What risks do we need to take as a church? What risks do we need to take as a body of believers to keep moving forward, to never stop the momentum and finishing the unfinished work that we have as a church body? And what risks do you and I need to take personally? And I think those are some great things for us to think about this morning as we reflect on Bill's ministry here for these last 25 years. Other things that you said that day as you were turning 50 and learning were that time is accelerating. Today is what matters. Don't live in the past. Don't waste a single day and keep fostering your relationship with Jesus. We have no guarantees about tomorrow. We can't change yesterday, so we need to decide to live in the present. You asked us some other questions that day, things like, how is your walk with God? It's a great time for us as we think about the quarter of a century mark (laughs) of of following Jesus and your walk. It's fun. (laughs) Following God these days. What's holding you back from living for today? And is there something that you need to let go of so that you can embrace today? Those are still powerful questions these six years later. And I think we all would do well to ask them of ourselves and, and to challenge ourselves as a body. I want to read a text in 1 Peter chapter 5 that we put in your notes. To you, Bill, Teresa, all of us who are on staff, uh, all of us that are pastors and leaders here at this church, these are verses that challenge us to keep invested, 
to keep doing the work that is yet to be finished. And the unfinished time that we find ourselves in between here and eternity when we're bringing God's kingdom here on earth, here's what the Apostle Peter challenged to all of us who are spiritual leaders. He says, I appeal to your spiritual leaders. I make this appeal as a spiritual leader who also witnessed Christ's suffering and will share in the glory that will be revealed. Be shepherds. Over the flock, God has entrusted to you. Watch over it as God does. Don't do this because you have to, but because you want to. Don't do it out of greed, but out of a desire to serve. Don't be rulers over the people entrusted you, but be examples for the flock to follow. Then, when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. That's challenging to me, and I know you would find it challenging as well to keep doing that. Great images. When I think of Bill, I think of a shepherd, I think of a coach, I think of a teacher, I think of a cheerleader, a counselor, a servant, a mentor. All those things run through my head. You've sacrificed for us. You've shared your lives with us. You've demonstrated what it means to love each other and to love the Lord. You've given of yourselves. You've offered security. You've taken responsibility. You've created stability. You've modeled longevity. And you've done it all, remaining humble and servant leaders. And you're leaving a lasting legacy. And we rejoice with you in this mark of 25 years together. You've rejoiced with us when we were rejoicing. You've helped some of us, many of us, find faith in Jesus. There will be people in eternity because of what you've done, because of the sacrifices that you've made. You've baptized. You've officiated weddings. Um, you've been there in those deepest, darkest moments of burying our ones and saying goodbye to them. You've helped us through the good and bad. You walked with Donnie and Shelley through their wedding. You with Don in the death of his parents. Dave with the death of his father and Shelley, her dad. Lori's pap and, and my mom. And you've been there with us the whole thing. You've fed us. You've taken care of us. You've protected us. You've watched out when those days came in our lives that we needed to be encouraged or held accountable. You've helped us to do that. That's such a great example. Above all, you've helped us to find and find Jesus, and you've pointed us the whole time to the one who knows us best and loves us the most. So for that today, we give you thanks. In your notes, in the app today, if you go in there, there's a spot in the live event down at the bottom. I know many of you would love to be able to say something to Bill and Teresa. We, we put a spot in there for you to be able to type something in, write something in. You can go home and do that on Facebook or in your computers right now if you want to sit right there and say thanks. When you post that, that's anonymous. So if you want them to know what you're saying to them, put your name in there. So that comes, but that will go to Bill and Teresa, and they'll be able to hear from you things that you might like to say to them today. And the last thing that I want to share before we come and we have our board members come, I want to challenge us as a family. There's a scriptural challenging us. It's in Hebrews chapter 13. And this is our part in this journey of investing. This is our part as a responsive family to a shepherd's leadership. And here's what the writer of Hebrews says. Be responsive to your pastoral leaders. Listen to their counsel. 
They are alert to the condition of your lives and work under the strict supervision of God. Contribute to the joy of their leadership, not its drudgery. Why would you want to make things harder for them? It's a great word. It's a great challenge for us to be investing. It's not just them investing. If there's one thing you know about the family of Riverside, we're all in this together. It takes us all to do what God has called us to do. They don't stand up here alone. They stand with all of us right there in the trenches, helping people to find and to follow Jesus. I'm going to ask our board members if they would come. Your spouses can come. Anybody that wants to come from that leadership team would be great. Any of our other staff members that are here, if you would come down with me. Bill, you don't have any idea how much I wanted to be able to have Robert Owen here today to pray and to anoint you. That was Bill's pastor, but he went to be with Jesus. And um, so I've asked our other pastor emeritus around here, my dad, to come and to anoint you with oil and pray as the board lays hands on you and prays for you. What, what, what we want you to hear above all else today is well done, good and faithful servants. And um, these board members, this is, they've been with us the whole way planning this and prepare it, preparing this for us. We've got a gift for you here. We, wanna, we want you and uh, Teresa to get away next summer for a couple extra weeks, and we want to send you away. <laughs> but we want you to come back. <laughs> we're, we're getting a round-trip ticket for Teresa, one way for Bill. <laughs> we, we want you guys to be able to enjoy some time off. So all of you here and up at the mills as well, as my dad anoints them both and prays for them this morning, would you just join us in praying? Thank you, David. Bill and Teresa, I congratulate you on 25 years of ministry. This is wonderful. And um, just one thing that I wanted to say, uh, thank you to you for um, all that I've received from you these years that we've been here. It'll be eight years uh, into December. And um, uh, specifically, I want to say, go back to one day, February 17th of 2012, and that was the day that my precious Leona went to be with Jesus, and uh, you and you both uh, were there with us at the hospice center. You got there just at the right time, and if I recall correctly, you had been out of town, and you were just coming back, and uh, you, you went straight to the hospice center where we were. And we, we got there, you got there just at the right time. And, you know, uh, no doubt you were wanting to go home and <laughs> get in off the road and and uh, have, have some time yourselves, but you came there to be with us. And that's just representative, I'm sure, of what many of us could say of your, your ministry. So we want to say thank you as a family and um, thank you for all you've done for each each one. So I'd like to anoint you now with, with oil in the name of the Lord. And um, so Bill and Teresa is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Um, I anoint you with oil in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. 
And now as we pray for them, I just ask all of you uh, to stretch out your hand toward them here at Oakmont and at the mills, that you may be a part of this prayer. Heavenly Father, in the, in the name of Jesus, we just lift up Bill and Teresa to you. We thank you, first of all, for, for them and for their lives, for their ministry, to their family, and to this congregation, to the communities that they've been a part of. Thank you, Father, for giving them the courage to answer your call to come here and to invest their lives Thank you so much, Lord, for all of the investments that they have made uh, for you into all of our lives. Thank you, Father, for all of the people that have been reached through them. Thank you for leading them, guiding them, empowering them all through these years. And, Father, we commit them to you now and just pray for your continued anointing upon them. Would you continue to lead them and guide them, refill them each day, and empower them, Lord, that they may continue to serve you with your divine enabling upon their lives. Thank you, Father, and we just ask you to continue to have your way in their lives, have your way in this congregation, that as we seek to serve you, we, we would be led by your Holy Spirit. We would be empowered by your Holy Spirit, Father. Yes. And I just thank you again for Bill and Teresa. Thank Bless you. them today and all the days ahead. Thank you. thank you. All in the name of your wonderful Son, our Savior and Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, well, we're kind of wrapping up here. I want to uh, invite our connection team to distribute the communion elements. We are going to receive communion together because, as I mentioned earlier, today is ultimately through Bill and Teresa. They couldn't have done any of this without Jesus and what he did at the cross, and today would be a very appropriate day. He made the ultimate investment in us by what he did at the, at the cross of Calvary. We're going to be pa passing the elements out, and while those are going here, and I know they're already out at, at the Mills location, I'm going to invite Bill just to share with us what's rattling around in his head and to take us through communion this morning. I think that would be appropriate if we could do that together as a family. Thank you, David. Uh, I don't want to... I'm very uncomfortable, very blessed. Can I just say, um, wasn't expecting this at all today. Um, we, uh, I, I'm afraid I don't want to go too far, uh, go too long. Um, I, I'm speechless. All I can say is, Teresa and I feel like we are the most fortunate people. And... Um, both of us fortunate to have moms and dads who showed us what unconditional love was like. Dad, mom, thank you. Because Nancy, Joe, and I all feel so loved by you two. And um, 
it helps us to know how to love others because we got it not just from Jesus, but from the Jesus that you showed us. And we thank you for that. And um, all we're trying to do is pass that on. And I thank you for that. And um, it was so coincidental. We're driving down the hill from Penn Hills today and it was such a beautiful morning and the sun was shining on the beautiful trees and I told Teresa to look out over the valley when we come over the crest of the hill and see how beautiful it was. <clears throat> and I just said, do you remember, do you remember when we first uh, drove down this hill to this church to take a look at it and how, how things have changed and how much work was needed in this place and everybody that was a part of it back then we'd have a church work day and we had about a hundred people attending at that time and we'd have a hundred people show up and uh, some of you are here today that were a part of that church back then and you you saw the investment that you made <clears throat> and because of that we're here and the same thing at the mills whenever that started and everybody jumped in board up there and you know I guess I'm saying that to say this we're a family it's not me it's not Teresa it's all of us and um, I am blessed to have the people that have joined me in this leadership team and uh, the second uh, riskiest and greatest decision I made for a partner was David Kennard and, uh, <laughs> and Donnie and Laurie and Dave and Chad and Denise and uh, all who have served here Jeremy now with us and Troy and and uh, we just are so very, very fortunate for those who've partnered with us throughout the years to make this place so wonderful. But you're the folks who make this wonderful. And you know what? If you would do one thing for me, for if you want to give me a gift for my 25th year of this church, bring somebody with you next week. Do that. Spread the good news of what God is doing here. Invite others because God wants to do a great work and there's still more to be done and we have a lot in front of us yet ahead. So we've been distributed the elements. I feel like there's a disconnect here, but would you just take a moment and uh, right where you are, just close your eyes and take a deep breath. <clears throat> and Lord, as we are about to take these elements... we can't help but pause and remember the last time that you you ate with your disciples and you had painted a picture of a of a new kingdom of a of a better world of a future that you came to inaugurate and to establish and you then passed the baton to your followers to carry out that mission and you said that you would not eat of this again until you eat it in your Father's kingdom. And today, we are here remembering that we have a job to do. But we also know that we cannot do it without you and your presence in us and through us. And so you told us to come together every time we can and remember your body that was broken for us. 
to remember that you gave yourself sacrificially to demonstrate God's incredible love for us, that he would suffer, humble himself, and be humiliated, and to be able to forgive the very people who would do that to him gives us hope that no matter how far we've gone from you, you can still forgive us. And so today, we partake of this and remember your sacrifice as we eat the the bread together. And you said in the same way, after supper, you took the cup and you said that this cup is the new covenant in your blood. And that when we come together, we're to remember the sacrificial lamb of God that Jesus was for us that your blood was shed, your life was given so that we might have new life. And I pray today, God, that the Spirit of Christ would flow through our veins by a miracle of your grace as we remember your sacrifice. Let us partake together. Would you thank Jesus for his goodness to you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are so good. You are so good to us, oh God. God, where would we be without you? We don't know. But God, on this day, it is because of you and for your glory that we do all this we've done here. And thank you for the privilege of serving with so many others and to, to be a part of what you're doing here. So God, I pray for those who've gathered at the mills today, those who've gathered here in Oakmont, and all that you have yet to... Uh, to draw unto yourself and be a part of this family so that we could be your representatives, your arms of love and grace and mercy extended to our communities and around the world. God, be with us from today and forever, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Riverside Community Church Podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.riversideconnect.com. Dot org.